Welcome to my podcast, Favorite Technologies to Use in the Classroom, with your host, Kylie Peterson. Today, we will be talking about popular and favorite technologies that are used in the classroom. I have interviewed two pre-service teachers who are currently attending the University of Northern Iowa, and I also will be interviewing the band director at Comanche Community School District, who will also be joining us for comments later in the show. Throughout the technology in the classroom course, we discussed different kinds of technology. We learned about one-to-one -one computing, public domain resources, creating web quests, blogs and online discussions, and we learned how to use an online grading source and online rubrics. Throughout the course, many we were asked to research a tool or device throughout each chapter and state how, do we, how we would want to use it in our classroom and we would usually have to write a review on that technology or resource. So, I've decided to kind of turn the tables a little bit, and I decided to get the thoughts and opinions of others. The pre-service teachers are going through dead week and are preparing for finals right now, so I just simply asked them what their three favorite technologies are to use in the classroom. Um, I will be asking the band director what her favorite technology is to use in the classroom, but I will ask her to expand a little bit more. Also, the ISTE standards were almost always mentioned in the overview of each new chapter. So as each technology is mentioned, I will connect it to one of the ISTE standards for educators. So now I'm going to um, relay what Callie Miller, the first pre-service teacher I interviewed, said. Um, she has had around 50 hours of field experience, and she said that her, current, her three current favorite technologies are a smart board, Google Classroom, and one-to-one -one computers. Um, the second pre-service teacher I set or I interviewed is named Bailey Bickett and she also has had around 50 hours of field experience and she said her favorite technologies are iPads, Google Classroom, and Symbaloo. So I'm going to share a little bit of background information on Google Classroom and smart boards. So, the, so Google Classroom is a great tool to use to have students collaborate. Um, teachers can post online discussion prompts. It's a great way for students and teachers to stay organized. They can post assignments and students can turn them in right there. That way nothing gets lost. And the teacher can also see and make sure that everything is turned in on time. It's also a great way for teachers to post announcements and, I mean, if as long as the student gets on, you know, daily, they can, they're up to date and they can see everything. <clears throat> so now moving on to smart boards, um, there are a lot of things that you can do with a smart, smart board. You can project videos, pictures, graphs, websites. Um, you can administer tests and quizzes and surveys and get immediate feedback. Um, it's also a great way for students to collaborate and interact. 
one-to-one -one computers and iPads, um, they're kind of quite similar to each other. There are so many options and that students have access to. Um, they can pretty much use any app or get information from any website as long as it's not blocked. And I think it's important um, for students to have their own devices so they can do their homework at any time. Um, it also allows teachers to make lesson plans a little bit more interesting. They have that option to um, to use these devices in their lesson plans. It's also a great way to teach responsibility to the students. Um, if they're taking these devices home, they really have to protect them. So, you know, if you break it, you buy it. That's that kind of thing. I also really like iPads because there's a, there are hundreds of educational apps and games that um, we can download. And I just know that many teachers that I know like to use iPads in their small group reading lessons because they use that as an activity for a center and they just, for 15 minutes, a group of students gets access to the iPads and they can play any educational reading game that they want to. Um, so the second pre-service teacher that I interviewed mentioned Symbaloo, so, and I've never heard of Symbaloo, so I kind of had to do some research on that. And to me, it kind of seems like a search engine that is, you know, educational. It's an educational search engine. You can save and bookmark sources on this website. And I think it would be pretty useful when it comes to creating a professional learning network. Because you just, you know, if you find something that you like, you just save it right there. Um, it has an area that is sponsored by Google with apps like Google for Education, Google Cloud Storage, and um, the general Google search engine. Then there is a section that covers subjects like reading, coding and computing, and math. So, um, for example, I clicked on the, re the reading icon, and it brings up all kinds of apps like EasyBib, which is used to cite sources, Dictionary.com and the thesaurus.com. It has reading games like Brain Pop and PBS Reading. And it also has resources for teachers to create lesson plans like Pebble Go. Um, and then if you go back to just like the regular homepage, it has educational blogs for, t for educators to collaborate. And then it has like apps that every teachers use every day like Canvas and Google, Google Classroom. And again, it can be personalized to fit your needs. So, now I'm going to interview Carolyn Peterson, band director at Comanche Middle and High School. Hi, Carolyn. Um, I would like you to start by telling me a little bit about yourself. Well, hi, Kylie. Uh, I'm Carolyn Peterson, and I'm in my finishing up my 29th year of teaching. I've been teaching for 24 years in Comanche, and I taught previously five years in Preston. Uh, my main duties are five through 12 band. Okay, and 
So you said you have been teaching for almost 29 years. So can you tell me a little bit how technology has changed throughout the course of those years? Well, it's funny you should ask because when I was in college, uh, we didn't even have computers. We did our term papers on typewriters, and I believe the first computer came out was a 2GS that I really didn't get to use until my first year of teaching in Preston. Um, and then technology evolved. I remember getting my first Mac, little tiny Mac on my desk, but there was no internet. You had the floppy disks that you had to do assignments on if you did any typing at all. It was more for word processing. And then when the, in the internet came along, then things really opened up. Um, lots of technology started booming. And just within the last few years with the Google and the Google G Suites for Education, um, it's just been there's so many opportunities for educators to, to learn new things and get great ideas. Uh, and even social media, you know, that professional learning network, getting on Twitter and following <clears throat> teachers and getting ideas from um, other professionals out there. It's just been a great resource for teachers. Right. I started, um, I created an educational page on Twitter as well and started following um, many people. So the first question I'm going to ask you is, what are your three favorite technologies to use in the classroom? And could you please just describe how you use them? Okay. Uh, well, I use a lot of different technologies in the classroom, but I would say the top three that I use almost on a daily basis. Uh, the first one would be planbook.com, okay. and it's a great uh, online lesson planning uh, tool, template to use. Uh, I, what I like about it is that I, it's completely customizable. So, you know, being a band director, I have different kids on Monday, and I'll see different kids on Tuesday. Some days I have lots of rehearsals, some days I don't. And what's nice is I can set up my weekly template, and once it's set up, then I can follow that weekly template every uh, week when I do my plans. I also like it because it's uh, great to share. I can collaborate with other music teachers. Um, I just allow them to open up my plan book, and we can share and collaborate on our plans if we're doing a, a lesson together. And I can also share it with my administrator. It's easy for uh, both my principals to get on and uh, look at my plans, or I can uh, make a PDF and send them to the administrators. And it's it comes in um, it's web based, but it also comes with an iOS app. So if I'm even if I'm sick one day and I need to make a lesson plan quick, I can uh, type it up on my phone and email it to the um, to myself that day. So I really like that part of it. It also when I set up my template with each class, I, um, I like that I can connect the standards. So when I have a rehearsal, I have the same template, the warm-up, and then I type in that day what our warm-up will be, our rehearsal, what pieces we're going to rehearse, and then I can, and uh, my learning targets, I can type those in, and then I can go in and find the um, national core art standards and just click on the ones that I'm using for that day, and then when I, I can display that up on the board for the kids to see. So it's a great tool to use for um, summarizing what standards you're using, and it will keep track of those for you. So when I click on a standard, I can go back through the year and say, how many times did I use this standard? And there's a great data piece right there. Uh, I also like it in that I can put links on there. So if I'm doing a piece and I have a recording of a piece, I can uh, put a link in my daily lesson plan, and I can say, keep this link for the next 20 days. So I don't have to each time go in and find that link. 
I can click on that piece if we want to use it in rehearsal and listen to it. There's just so many things you can do with um, plan book and it really saves a lot of time in my planning. Um, so I like how you mentioned um, how it's a great tool for collaborating. Um, earlier, earlier in the show I mentioned that I was going to connect each of the technologies mentioned to one of the ISTE standards for educators. And one of the main standards is, um, a, it's called Collaborator. And so Planbook definitely ties into that general standard, which is ed educators dedicate time to collaborate with both colleagues and students to improve practice, discover and share resources and ideas, and solve problems. And I, I guess one thing that I really liked was that you could share your, your plans and your ideas with um, your collaborators. And it's nice also because, you know, they have editing rights also. So if they come up with an idea or a link they want to share, they can, add they can, yeah, they can just add it into that uh, site if they have the rights into it. So it's, it's great for collaboration with my colleagues. So please tell me what your second favorite technology to use is. My, my next favorite, I think, is called, um, I would say it's Let's Recap. And that is a video response tool that allows my students to demonstrate their learning through performance on their instruments. Oh, it kind of reminds me of um, Flipgrid. It's very similar to Flipgrid. I've used Flipgrid and I like Flipgrid. What I like about Let's Recap is that's a more one-on-one -on -one individual recording where Flipgrid is maybe a whole class sharing where they can see each other's response. Oh. Um, so this one is more one-on-one. -on -one. The kids, the students, uh, record a performance or something they're working on and then they can submit it to me and I can do it, use it as a formative or a summative assessment and give them feedback. Um, and it's really easy to set up. It's similar to Google Classroom where you set up your classes and the students uh, use a, a class pin to join and then I can set up assignments. And it works great for it's web-based, but it's also there's apps for the iOS and Android. So the kids don't have to have their computer to record. They can use their, their cell phones. Um, they can record at home. They can record at school. And it works great um, and allows them to demonstrate their learning. And what I like also is that if, let's say they're recording a, a performance on a piece that they want to um, turn in for, for a summative assessment, and maybe they make a mistake or two, what they can do is they can just go back and, and record it again until they get the final recording that they want. And then they can finally submit that. And what I like about it, the benefit as a teacher, is I don't have to have the one-on-one -on -one all of the time setting up a schedule where each of my um, 120 kids come in is kind of hard. I can at least, they can turn in their uh, response and then I can be at home and I can do my assessments and connect it to my rubric or I can do it at school at my, any time that I want to um, assess them. So it's convenient. I really like the convenience. All right, so to connect that to the ISTE educator standards, um, I would say that it connects best with um, 7A under analyst, which is to provide alternative ways for students to demonstrate competency and reflect on their learning using technology. Yeah, it's a great tool. And I also like for the younger kids, it asks the kids, you know, to assess what they just, to reflect on their performance that they turned in, a thumbs up, a thumbs sideways, or a thumbs down on how they thought their performance went. So I wonder if, like, because teachers are always, like, reflecting on their lessons and how they did. So I wonder if it would be, like, a good way to store 
teachers' reflections of yeah. themselves of their own lesson plans. Yeah, there's so many applications for let's recap. It doesn't have to be. It could you could pose a question and they could respond back with a question. Um, even on this let's recap, I can type in a response and you know say hey that sounded great and give them the response back too, okay. so you can give feedback. All right. So tell me um, what your third favorite technology to use is. Well, I would say it's Google Classroom. I think Google Classroom is a popular one amongst many teachers, and I think the word needs to get out to those teachers not using it, how convenient it is to use in the classroom. Uh, the setup is easy. Again, it's, you uh, have a class join pin. Um, it's web-based. They can also get the app on their, their cell phones. Um, and it's got, to the setup, to the streaming part of it, you can ask a question, you can pose a question and the students can respond. Uh, you can post your assignments, and then you can also post an announcements. There's also um, a page on Google Classroom that a lot of people don't use, and I use, it's called the About page, and I use that for more permanent things in there. For example, I have my class syllabus on the About page. I have the calendar of events for the entire year on that page, and then for the high school, I put the entire our marching show with all the charts, so, they can view those anytime and parents can get on and look at the syllabus or the calendar of events. I just used it the other day for an announcement about we have four performances left this month and I shared with the students uh, what those dates were, what the concert attire is and the times they needed to be there and what times the concert starts. But the assignment page is what I really like because you can you can post an assignment and if it's a for example if it's a let's recap I can connect that right to that assignment. So you can post your last recap. Like, is there like a link that you yeah, have in there? Yeah, there's a link right there, and that's what uh, Let's Recap works really well with Google Classroom. So it goes right to that assignment, and then I can talk with the kids on um, it's a new assignment. The kids actually get an email when a new assignment has been posted. So they sometimes I'll post it before class starts, and they already come into class knowing that assignment has been posted. Uh, and with that assignment, then I can decide if I'm going to send it out, uh, like the rubric. I can I post my rubric on there. I post instructions on there. And if it's a written assignment, I can send it out to each individual student. So they all get their own copy that they can type on or write on, and then they can turn it in that way. And then I can give feedback electronically. So it tells me, it sends me an email which students have turned theirs in, which ones have not, who's, who's completed theirs, uh, and I can even post their grade on there. So it's just, it keeps me organized and the kids really enjoy it because everything's right there. And so if they're absent one day, I'll just say, go check on Google Classroom, your assignment's on there. You know, or remember to check Google Classroom, here's what we're doing. Yeah, um, Callie and Bailey, the two pre-service um, teachers that I interviewed also said that they liked Google Classroom. And um, Google Classroom was introduced to me two years ago, which was my junior year. And we had we pretty much got on there every day to access our assignments, and we had upcoming dates posted, and it was posted in the um, about such about section. And what I'm talking with other colleagues of mine that use a lot more um, paperwork uh, assignments to turn in than I do, it helps them too to keep organized because they don't have to worry about it getting lost in a pile on their desk. It's right there online. Yeah, I mentioned that earlier as well. So, um, to have or to connect Google Classroom to the ISTE standards, 
Um, I found that it best connects with 6A and 6B under facilitator, which is foster a culture where students take ownership of their learning goals and outcomes in both independent and group settings. And 6B is manage the use of technology and student learning strategies in digital platforms virtual environments and hands-on maker spaces or in the field, which you said that it was an app. So they can really, I mean, there's no excuse to like for a student to say they didn't have access to Google Classroom because. Right. And you know, the announcements are not the announcements. The, the question part is kind of fun to use in class where you can put that on your smart board. You can project a question and then as kids respond, they can type in and you can see their response go right up on the, the smart board. So if someone poses something, um, answers the question, someone else can say, hey, I agree with you on this. So it's a great for a discussion technique also. Well, thank you very much for joining um, this episode. You had a lot of um, new information for me and for other people that will be listening to, I think will be very insightful. You're welcome. Anytime. So now I'm going to connect the technologies that Callie and Bailey mentioned to the ISTE standards. Um, the first one is a smart board, and it connects with standard 4A under collaborator, but it also connects with 7B under um, analyst, which is used technology to design and implement a variety of formative and summative assessments that accommodate learner needs, provide timely feedback to students, and inform instruction. Um, I said this because through a smart board, you can, you can um, provide all kinds of assessments and like quizzes and surveys, and then right away you'll get immediate feedback iPads and one-to-one computers connect with standard 5B under designer, which is design authentic learning activities that align with content area standards and use digital tools and resources to maximize active and deep learning. So I said that this um, connects to this standard because with these devices, teachers and students have the power to access many different resources and it and these devices help the teacher plan and makes it and it makes lessons more interesting and engaging so students don't get um, bored as easily. And finally, Symbolu, I would say that connects with standard 4A under collaborator, which is dedicate planning time to collaborate with colleagues to create authentic learning experiences that leverage technology. So again, Symbolu was like um, an educational search engine. It had educational games, um, free curriculum, and lesson plans, and also had... um, blogs that educators used to communicate with each other and collaborate. So I definitely think um, Symbolu fits under this criteria. Um, hopefully, hopefully, I have given you some insight on the popular technologies that are used in the classroom and how they tie into the ISTE educator standards. Thank you for taking the time to listen, and I will see you again in the next episode.